narcissism equals boobs. <laughs>
And I just, I never quite, Smoking the Bandit, those, those movies never quite, uh, they just didn't it's... quite land with me. <laughs> I, I mean, a movie just about driving beer across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't it win awards? I don't know. Well, also, I was, uh, I was always a Dukes of Hazard boy. So mm. maybe I felt like they were on Bo and Luke's corner a little bit with Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. Yeah. May have uh, may have had a childhood thing for Daisy. If you get this episode, you're I mean you're definitely going to get this episode out before Danny's podcast episode about Smoking in the Bandit. So now we're just straight competing. We should we should move on. <laughs> we should move only, on to housekeeping. Only so much smoky content available. <laughs> All right, housekeeping. We need to say hello to our newest patron, Dana. Hey, Dana, thanks for joining up and. Supporting us in our Smoking and the Bandit content. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else is going on with housekeeping? Uh, I got to reach back on this one. Uh, Becca said that the, the third uh, Point Break remake, I guess, in our new trilogy we got going on here is yeah, uh, should be called Breaking Point, which is such a good pull. Like, I'm really jealous. I did not come up with that myself. Yeah, it's so, so good. Point to you, Becca, on that one. Um. Also, I guess a uh, shout out to everybody. I'm still alive. Thank you for hanging in there with us while I <laughs> was bedridden for an extended amount of time. Somebody um, put a naughty joke in the in the replies. Did you see that? <laughs> the FSBT replies about you being sick? I did. I'm going to read it. <laughs> Give me a second. I didn't have it ready. Um. I also you know, got the, the Twitter account that we share that I look at <laughs> once every two weeks. <laughs> he said, I hate going down and being sick. He knows he knows what account he's following. <laughs> Whatever you said. You said that Matthew had gone down and Matthew the... going down with the Alabama virus yeah. du jour. <laughs> so, anyways uh getting the the super flu and and being in bed for a week uh effective way to lose some weight i don't know if i would recommend it but no that's um, that's a horrible time definitely not worth it yeah um, why does dayquil taste so bad also like why are you taking liquid medicine in 2023 that's the real question because it's easier to up the dosage when you're taking liquids, oh, when you're when you when you're 600 pounds and, and eight <laughs> feet tall, you have to take more. Yeah, sometimes there's a. I don't really day dayquil is the orange one. Does it have an orangey flavor? Oh, I wish it did. No, it tastes like it tastes like misery. I know, what, I know what Nyquil tastes like. I've taken that in the last couple of years. The liquid licorice sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we also we also got a d uh, not a dm uh <clears throat> john Hendricks. he what did he say do you have it pulled up i do not have it pulled up but it, the, the gist of it about was about stank and i was like oh who was stank what are you talking <laughs> not who was stank hootie the other who <laughs> <laughs> just to just to clarify, I was the one who was homeschooled, uh, and I know the difference between Hoobastank <laughs> okay, and Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, let's not act like there's 
a million things it could be that start with H-O-O. Okay, so it was Hootie and the Maybe we should ask Nick Adams about that. He'd have some opinions. (laughs) (laughs) He knows some things that start with (laughs) H-O-O. Anyways, Hootie. Well, also the list of bands that I don't want you to impersonate for the whole episode. <laughs> well, I still got a little bit of a cough. I think you're safe on that. Okay, good. Because when I when I read good. this from John, I was like, oh no, Matthew's going to be singing <clears throat> the whole episode now. <laughs> I, I scarred, for new listeners, I scarred Casey because one time Scott Stapp came up in conversation and for the entire episode, I just broke out into Scott Stapp. <laughs> you're gonna save it you're gonna come back around <laughs> i wish i could i wish i could do it now but my okay my but anyways what, let's let me, let me see exactly what john said because he says feel... hootie and the Blo- hey matthew pierce fs bible time hootie and the blowfish worship album yes no and i could only <laughs> think of like really mean jokes to reply to that so i figured i'd save them for the podcast uh hey john i think you're describing michael tate era newsboys actually <laughs> One of my like funny marriage memories in the last few years is when Danny and I were cleaning up or making dinner. We were in the kitchen together and trying to figure out what music to put on. And he put on Hootie and the Blowfish. And like he had never, in my knowledge, listened to them before. And I got legitimately mad. (laughs) So I'm like, who are you? Why are you putting this music on? <laughs> I was so thrown off that it made me angry. It's a it's a fun memory, actually. Are you, are you in or out on Hootie and the Blowfish by themselves? I, I'm I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. There was a moment there. They had they had a moment. Right, they did. That was a moment. I think for the the worship album, there's definitely got to be only want to be with you just like kind of retooled into a, a praise chorus where he's mm-hmm. singing that to God, that God, I only yeah. want to be with you. <laughs> I'm sure that there were some very earnest teens who enjoyed that song and definitely in their hearts were like, I'm actually yeah. singing this to God. Cause I know that I did that with other songs. <laughs> uh true story here uh one of the very few times i had a chance to hang out with girls they were having we we're having a block party so they were like <laughs> there was like unrestricted access to public school girls and i was like 15 and there were these 15 16 year old girls there and i was for whatever reason i was like the only teenage boy around so they just started can talking you pause? to me can you pause because my audacity what what time are you at for audacity 10 35 okay I'm going to restart mine. I was at 1024, so you're going to have to figure out what just happened. I'm very mm. sorry. Right. Can you restart your block party story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were all naked. and <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> are you are you good like, to keep going? Yeah, right it's okay. going. I don't know. I, I went to click over to it, and it said there was an error. But we were only 10 seconds off, so. So we all had beer, and uh, we were <laughs> making out. <laughs> this is the best story you've ever told. Oh, there's these, uh, this group of girls, and that guy was the only teenage boy around, and they didn't know how weird I was. And so they kept trying to talk to me about Hootie and the Blowfish. 
I think they had like Hooting the Bullfish playing like on a thing and uh-huh Like if you've ever heard this, like you want to sit down and talk with us? You want to hang out? And I just remember kind of like freaking out. I was like, oh, these girls go to public school. <laughs> Unclean, unclean. And, uh, I don't know. Like there was like a, I don't know
Man. This is where I would do Alex Jones if my voice was <laughs> you can't all the way back. Okay, we should do some tweets instead of Alex Jones. How's that? We'll save Alex. <laughs> okay, we have six tweets already in the folder, ready to go. Uh, wow. They're good, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read them all because you don't have a voice. But I'm actually going to pull them up on my phone because of being, I would like to not have to get you off the screen. So. All right. We will start with. Let's sort it by. We'll just start at the beginning. December 24th. Well, I guess that's when I did it. This is from Laura Robinson. Quote, Gnosticism, quote, is not a theological term for not presently thinking about boobs. <laughs> I mean, that's, I hope somebody puts that in the, in the Gnosticism theology explainer book that is surely out there. <laughs> I remember trying to find this tweet. She deleted it, so she got. Oh, she, got, she did. Well, she got cold feet at some point, <laughs> or maybe she was too busy thinking about boobs. <laughs> well, we got it before she deleted it. So I am really struggling trying to figure out the context of this. Like, what what spurred this tweet? Before we get to that, speaking of deleting tweets, if you do send us a tweet. Make sure you screen cap it also, just in case the um the person deletes it before we get to see it, because that's happened. Mm -hmm. not, you know, <laughs> not always, but you know, sometimes you're like, ah, oh, maybe I don't want to tweet about boobs today, actually. <laughs> and, you, and you go ahead and delete your tweet. <laughs> I mean, some people might have that thought. I don't think it's ever stopped you or I, but you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh, anyways, I, I just, I would like to know where this came from. What was, what was, what was going on on what corner of Twitter, you know? Uh, the well-worn intersection between Gnosticism and, and bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next tweet is from Coach BJ Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing and just reading his Twitter title. He's a coach. I think he's a life coach or something. Yeah, just you just have to say the phrase life coach and I just start laughing. Yeah, it's you know what? It's it's fine. Avoiding hard things don't make them go away. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's true. It'll just get harder and harder, BJ. <laughs> I couldn't help that one. I had to I had to quote retweet that one. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? I don't remember. Probably just that's what she prayed or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's much too serious to that's engage with serious. I engage agree. with the joke. <laughs> He's, he's saving people's lives. <laughs> Coaching them. Okay. 
the Theopolis Institute, which this is, is this a new account? I, I feel like I've seen it more recently. Maybe, I don't know. This is a good one. Not just because of the tweet, but also because of the picture that goes with the tweet. Remember the picture? You need me to show you. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, gosh. People kissing, but they have pillowcases over their head or something. It's, I mean, it's, somebody probably does that for real somewhere as like a kink. But anyways. Depends okay. on the night. <laughs> Christians get sex wrong when we start from the wrong end. I mean, that's the that's the good part of the tweet. The rest is just kind of because we start from human desires, passions, biological drives, and quote needs. These are treated as givens as the baseline natural reality of human sexuality. Yeah, we get it wrong when we start from the wrong end. But when you don't have comprehensive sex ed, what do you want from people? What do you expect? I mean, I could get my parents to create some more doodles. Think <laughs> right, get people. out the legal path. <laughs> Mom, which end? <laughs> uh, Dad, what is that? Dad, what are you, what are you drawing? <laughs> my ninth grader all all um high schoolers have to take like a health class you know it's a requirement mm. and they started their sex ed <laughs> thing and she's just mortified <laughs> to be in this mixed class with people but you know it's fine some people she's told me some things that some people have said that definitely have not been taught anything so I'm thankful that they're going to get some information. <laughs> okay. In, uh, in college, we were doing a human development class, and one of the girls asked what happens if the baby gets out of the uterus and, like, starts, like, journeying around the bloodstream. Mm. Like, if it goes up into, like, the arms and legs of the mom. Wow. I would like to know how she thought that happened. That's very fascinating. Like, yes, it's funny, but also, like, what's the... Can you diagram how that would happen? <laughs> that girl was Jennifer Clark. actually be a good uh listener it would actually maybe it would be sad or scary uh listener content like what are the <laughs> what did you or your friends believe about sex before you knew because you were raised in purity culture and didn't get told the right information okay this is from ian harbour this is so good. I I titled this one X Y. <laughs> if you doubt X because of Y, you need to examine why you don't doubt Y. In fact, on closer examination, you might believe Y 
because of x in the first place. Without x, you can't have y. If that's true, then x equals y. And I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> this is, we, we've already been through algebra. <laughs> we made it. We're done with it. What, <laughs> what is this about? What, what do you think this is about? it's so vague I, th I think ian might need to just sit down and uh start thinking about gnosticism and boobs for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> is x gnosticism and y boobs is that what it is if you doubt gnosticism because of boobs you need to examine why you don't doubt boobs in fact on closer examination you might believe boobs because of Gnosticism in the first place. Without Gnosticism, you can't have boobs. <laughs> if that's true, then Gnosticism equals boobs. <laughs> it works. There's our, it there's works. our, there's our bumper clip. <laughs> well, we okay. solved that one. <laughs> Austin Fisher. This is beautiful. It's so many words. If <laughs> I, this is okay, here we go. Nothing is less Christian than the comically naive pretension. Oh, who, who, the person who sent this to us said, uh, Austin is really enjoying the thesaurus he got for Christmas. I'm going to find who said that just so I can give credit for once. <laughs> okay. Nothing is less Christian than the comically naive pretension that our job is to save the world, whether it results in buffoonish conservative Christian attempts to wield Caesar's sword in JC's name or endlessly hyperventilating progressive catastrophizing. Is that how you say that word? Mm -hmm. The fruit is rotten. <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> it's lovely that he put the word buffoonish in here <laughs> the comically naive pretension that our job is to save the world <laughs> actually under i think i understand every individual part of that tweet <laughs> that's good it's just a lot together it was Johnny who sent this to us. <laughs> so thank Word you, up, Johnny. Johnny. And for the joke that made me laugh. Hyperventil endlessly hyperventilating progressive catastrophizing. Jeez, just call Shane Claiborne out by his name. <laughs> um that's what that's actually what I'm gonna name my substack. Endlessly hyperventilating. <laughs> Okay, last one, Scott Swain. Oh, Scott. He just keeps taking swings for Tweet of the Year. He does. He doesn't make the finals, <laughs> but he keeps taking swings. You better hope they don't give me 4,000 characters, because if they do, you're getting a tweet about how the key to distinguishing Thomas and Spinoza on the 
god world relation lies in the different ways they use euclidean ge geometry as a model for their explanatory systems okay we just need a separate check mark for the scott swains of the world and it's just <laughs> like a cross or an ichthus like like yeah we get it you took seminary classes like you don't have to do this on your tweets it's like <laughs> i think it's cute and sweet that scott thinks anyone would read it like uh -huh. i already <laughs> i already scroll past some tweets that are the full 280 <laughs> so it's like i'm, I'm not gonna read that why I, I i mean i guess you could write it if you want but <laughs> i remember when those used to be called blog posts <laughs> right i do feel like we're kind of going back to that a lot of people are like yeah i'm getting i'm getting up twitter i'm getting up instagram which of course i'm one of them who's on twitter way less than i used to be but I feel like people are moving back, like they're going back to their sub stacks, which is the new blogger, blog, blog spot, whatever. It's fascinating to me. Anyways, thank you for sending us tweets. We have, you know, we, having this many already is great. So I had an idea before we have to switch our Zoom call. Maybe we <clears throat> could, for our patrons, throw these on the Patreon feed and they can vote on uh, which one they think is best so far. Okay. No, just... Not that the vote means anything. You don't really get a say, but... Everybody gets a say at the end. <laughs> yeah, at the very end. <laughs> if you start on the right end. But then it's it's also fun to just kind of see these for yourself. You know, you hear them read, but I'm more visual. Like, with re like I want to read something. I So, it, you know, it's fun to see them and read them yourself and have a good chuckle. I don't know if you realize this, but it's actually men who are more visual. I know, I know, I know. That's so they say. Okay. All right. So, our final segment, we decided we would talk about the old mainstay of youth group culture. We're going to take mm. a little stroll down down the uh, the memory lane of skits in church. Yes. Church skits, <laughs> specifically youth group skits, but sometimes they bled over into the, uh, if you, depending on what kind of church you went to, sometimes they would bleed over into big church. Big you would church. Have <laughs> skits in big church. Uh, my childhood church uh, on Halloween would do Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Some wow. of you are familiar with that, where it's a series of vignettes where they, you know, people die and then mm -hmm. either they go to heaven or somebody in a Satan costume comes out and starts screaming and drags them off to hell. Mm. And then there's an altar call at the end of it. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm going to start this off. I remember we always had skits in, in children's church, youth group, even in big church. And the one that sticks out to me is there was this like visiting drama group. It was like another youth group that came in and I remember they were all girls, which made it kind of weird. Cause one of them had to be Jesus. <laughs> There was like six Perfect. of them and they were all girls and the Jesus character was like just kind of standing out and one by one, like the other girls would come up and pretend they were in cars and like pull up next to Jesus and like 
it was all like cartoonish stereotypes of who like the characters yeah. were. Yeah. And they would all offer Jesus a ride and the the Jesus girl would be like, "No, no, I don't think so." And then <laughs> they would drive off and then the next girl would drive up and offer Jesus a ride. Jesus would say no and she'd drive off. And so like all five or six of them did this. And then like the the big like gotcha moment was that the Jesus girl turned to the audience, broke the fourth wall. And you had to imagine this like in a deep South accent. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, the teenage girl pretending to be Jesus looked at the audience and said, all these people offered me a ride, but nobody wanted to let me drive. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, curtain like that was it that was the end of the skit oh my <laughs> perfect that's just that that's that's like inc that's just incredible 90s energy right there yeah absolutely <laughs> nobody won't let me drive <laughs> <laughs> We had, you know, in the aforementioned crossfire, <laughs> and when I say aforementioned, I mean like three years ago when I talked about it, there was a drama, a drama team. So they had all sorts of skits, and I don't really remember many of them very well at all. <laughs> I remember one of them was set to Peace Be Still by michael w smith is that or is that one of his songs uh, i think you're you're thinking about be still and no by stephen curtis chapman no uh, that rich mullins song it was. rich mullins had a song called peace maybe i don't know anyways okay. it was very like it was very emotionally charged with was the this, music was this like, a human video is that what you're talking about <laughs> yeah basically okay like a music video with you know live Got it. You know, like the kids getting rejected and made fun of, and then, you know, Jesus accepts them or some, something like that. Yeah. We call those human videos in our church. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you asked people to share their, their church skit experiences or stories. I did. Uh, Becca and Hannah, the Lady Stones, uh, ominously threatened uh <laughs> some stories but then didn't come through so wow. we're gonna we're gonna come back to that we're gonna see if we can get them on the record yes. maybe we could get them to act it out i'm sure That'd they would be great I'm set, sure up they a, would. set up your phone in your apartment and <laughs> act it out for us we want to see it <laughs> completely normal thing when you ask a couple ladies to set up a phone in their apartment <laughs> i said it it's fine <laughs> Okay, this one's from Mark. Um, might not be the funniest material, but could set Casey up for a rant if she so desires. So I, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, right off the bat, I'm in. <laughs> when I was doing campus ministry in an Asian country that shall not be named, uh, our students put together a skit and asked various students and missionaries to play symbolic roles. <clears throat> I particularly enjoyed that one art student was asked to silently stand with a sign around his neck that just said sex in multiple languages. Oh, I've I've seen this skit, I think. But you this... have the signs with the sins on like written on them. 
Okay. But then for the climatic moment, they asked the palest, blondest member of our team to come to center stage as Jesus. Of course. Some of us tried to suggest other candidates to play the savior, but to no avail. After the skit was performed, a local church asked him if he could play Jesus for their upcoming skit. <laughs> Beautiful. You have like, oh, <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going to rant about it. It's so predictable. <laughs> it's just like, of course. Of course the blonde boy played Jesus in the skit in another country. <laughs> that boy was Richard Clark. <laughs> the Clarks, man, they're really <laughs> getting hung out to dry here today. <laughs> okay, this is from Andrew. I don't know if it counts as a skit, but in high school, our oh geez, I love this one. Our youth pastor got the idea to start a stomp style performance group. Mm-hmm. We practiced a few times in parentheses i was on the broom squad <laughs> what does that mean Go is there the any details. explainer what the broom squad is i'm gonna i'm gonna guess they whack things with brooms casey i'm, I'm imagining like a like a hybrid between like kirk franklin and the family and the blue man group that's what i'm <laughs> Okay, the broom squad. I'm guessing maybe the broom is a prop. It's percussion. Oh. They're... Okay. Okay. And then it kind of fizzled out because he was all caps very into it and had these insane expectations for a group of high school youth group outcasts. He had oh. even met with local schools band teachers for ideas and stuff. That, that makes me uncomfortable. And he says, Stomp was already past their peak popularity by this. Okay, no, Stomp. Okay, sorry, I'm getting these things messed up. Um, Stomp was the Kirk Franklin song, but there's also a, a touring group called Stomp. Sorry, I, I messed that oh, up. Oh, okay. You, you remember this? They they did like percussion with different things. Like step dance. Oh. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Andrew. Okay. I, I got sidetracked on that one. But we're I with mean, you. Now. It's an honest mistake. Stomp was a was a big deal in our youth group days. Yeah, so this was like during Stomp, Blue Man Group, Lord of the Okay. You know, all those percussion dance. Okay. Type shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Somehow it made it better in my mind if I just assumed it was about Stomp by Kirk Franklin. So <laughs> sorry, Andrew. The broom, the broom squad. Very fascinated. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teasing going on here. Becca teased Jennifer Clark. Uh-huh. Uh, seventh <laughs> well, grade, yeah. Seventh grade me with my friends, four puppets, and an overwrought preteen script that included cancer and a tearful altar call. <laughs> that sounds like a good time to me. Is is one of the puppets Mandy Pandy? Uh, it should be. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> This pretty doll teaches. <laughs> Why do you call it pretty? That makes it sound so awful. <laughs> this pretty. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna pause the entire podcast. I want to. I want to read the Mandy Pandy. 
<laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I sent that to you recently. Gosh, it made me laugh so hard. I don't even remember the context. Gasagas <sighs> <laughs> Brothers Ministries. Oh, Pandy Pandy. This pretty. <laughs> this pretty breast cancer awareness doll teaches, in quotes, honesty. <laughs> <laughs> is it still on their shop doll fifteen dollars very 15. limited stock order while supplies last do you think if we ordered it we would ever receive it ever <sighs> i feel like if we ordered it we would get a direct call from one of the chrysalis brothers thanking us for our order telling us they ran out of dolls which means they lost them and would we be happy to just let our order count as a donation to their ministry? <laughs> you know, there is a Burt Reynolds doll. Oh, yeah. I forgot they were obsessed with Burt Reynolds. Well, I don't know. This is the Burt Reynolds or uh, Tom Selleck. <laughs> uh, Philip Magnet. This Philip. rugged, this ruggedly handsome policeman teaches stranger danger. Philip Magnet. I think other than Mandy Panny, my favorite one is uh Bartholomew. Uh this patriotic and heroic grizzly teaches pride in America. Yeah. <laughs> That's which one is that? The bear with the uh star suspenders. Oh, there it is. Okay. We've really gone off the rails. All right, we're going to look at the two African-American dolls real quick, just to make Casey nervous here. Uh, we have <laughs> Judge Divine. This elegant judge teaches making good choices. Wow. And CJ Lester. Oh, jeez. This rapper will rap a lesson that teaches stay away from drugs. <laughs> How? Is it an electronic toy? No. For $10, it's definitely not. The scandalous uh, midriff-bearing doll Kim Chi. This pretty Asian girl teaches, in quotes, don't be prejudiced. <laughs> yeah, this is, we have to move on. I'm getting very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, let's see here. How long ago did we do an episode on the Chrysalis Brothers? Probably 2016. So probably yeah. seven years ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. Chrysalis Brothers have been very quiet lately as they Haven't journey they? as they journey further into middle age. Well. <laughs> <sighs> it's just not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> When we uh, when we started this podcast and we didn't have COVID cares, you know, we could just <laughs> we could just talk about the Chrysagas brothers and Joshua Mills and Latasha Emanuel. Yes, it was the golden era. The golden era. The golden era of fun, sexy Bible time content. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't have tweet of the year though, so that's true. That's true. 
Yeah. All right. Do we have any more skits? I think that was actually, I think that was actually, yeah, I thought like a bunch of people teased them, but then when I went back through the DMs, only a couple people. Well, I do. I think I shared about this one that uh, the Crossfire drama team did where there was like a line of people and they each were um, saying parts of a commercial so and then the but the way it worked together was like like they they connected them so that it like went from one to the other so you like didn't finish a sentence and then started with another part of a commercial and it was very funny and i just remember that part of it saying the i think the very first one was like the oscar meyer wiener song hmm. <laughs> yeah so it's like and everyone would be in love with. And then somebody said, your toilet bowl. <laughs> and it would like go like that through the commercials, which wouldn't work now because nobody watches commercials. This is true. I mean, I don't. This is true. <laughs> Danny would probably, Danny probably has better memories of the skits. I should have asked him for some input. Uh, should we What's just end this? What are you thinking about this? What's yeah, that? We could just, just end it. What the skits? Please, please just, just let that be the last line. Can we just end this? Please end this. Um, which end? <laughs>